Hi everyone and welcome to AQ's Blog and Grill. We're excited today to have Natalie McNeil here. Natalie is one of the most fabulous entrepreneurs I know and we're going to chat a little bit about what makes her so fabulous, including her new book which will be out uh, at the end of December called The Conquer Kit. So let's go, let's go talk to Natalie right now. Hi, Natalie. Hello. Great to Thanks see you Thanks for again. having me. Well, it's exciting. It's been a while. It's been a while, I know. <laughs> but you've been so busy and you've been building. I mean, you've got one best-selling book out there, She Takes on the World. Mm -hmm. You've got this one coming out in this end of December. Wow. And you've been building a new enterprise called the Conquer Club. Tell us a little bit about the Conquer Club concept. Yeah, so the Conquer Club is She Takes on the World's flagship program and product. And the Conquer Club is a 12-month virtual business incubator, oh. mostly geared towards women entrepreneurs. Men are more than welcome, but we do have a majority a female yep. majority right now. Yep. And we have a whole team of mentors that help you to bring your dream business to life wow. because I think you need many different perspectives when you're building a business. You can't get all of your information from just one person. I think it, it takes a whole village to bring your boldest goals and desires to life. And, and this is what you're calling a virtual incubator. So tell us a little bit more about how that works. Yes. Yeah, so I've been in the accelerator program, which you are a mentor in now. And right. I think in the Waterloo region, we do a great job of incubating businesses. Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen in every city around the world. Okay. And there are so many people globally who need those kinds of experiences, who don't have access to them. Mm -hmm. And that is the, the void, if you will, that we help to fill in the marketplace. Wow. So now I am a member of the Conquer Club. I am I am a male and I'm in the Conquer Club. So what what is it that you're finding when you're when you've been out there now for a while doing this? What are these new entrepreneurs telling you? What are you hearing back from them about what it is they love or what what they needed and that you're now providing? I think for a lot of people, it's the community. Mm. It's having other people walking the same path as you. Right. You know this as an entrepreneur. It can be so tough when you are surrounded by people who aren't building their own businesses as well. Right. You need people to raise you up. And I know you are all about that with your barn raising <laughs> initiatives. You need people to raise you up. That's such a core part of being an entrepreneur, just having that strong support system. I think it's what allows you to succeed in bigger and better ways. So I think number one, it's it's that community, it's that support system. Gotcha. The other thing is access to the, the knowledge that you need to take the best next step. I think people struggle with there being information overload yes. and they need to know how it applies to them. And so the question that we're asked so often is, what's my next best step? And that is what we help people to figure out as well. So we believe in just taking those baby steps forward mm -hmm. every day. I've right. had my businesses now for almost 10 years and I've got to where I am now, even though there's so many more things I want to do, but I got here because I just took little steps mm -hmm. every single day. Yes. And you have, because I've, I've followed your career. I know, you've, you've been there since the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I've always been impressed by how considered you are. I mean, you take risks. This isn't about not being taking the safe route, 
but you take a considered approach to how to build your business. And I've just loved watching you consider, I could do this, I could do this, I'm gonna do this. And then you set your mind to it. You're a very determined young woman. <laughs> Has anyone told you that I, before? I like, to, I like to believe that, yes. There are a lot of ambitions that still need to be to be filled in my life and then many more that have already happened and, and started to come true, including, you know, the Conquer Club and now the Conquer Kit. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about the Conquer Kit because this 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 is a pre-publishing uh, copy, so I'm not gonna open it. Yeah. <laughs> and the cover is gonna be a little bit more colorful, but tell why am I, I ordered two of them online. Thank you. Yesterday, so I know when the publishing date is. <laughs> so why, why did I buy it? What's in it for me? So I think what's missing is a very creative and intuitive way to plan a business. Okay. 99.9% .9 of entrepreneurs never have to raise investment funding. Right. They don't need to take, take out loans in order to build their business. Mm -hmm. Most entrepreneurs actually run micro businesses. That doesn't mean that you don't need a business plan. It doesn't mean that a business plan is not valuable. However, you don't need the kind of business plan that Apple would be using to build their empire. Right. You don't need Facebook's business plan. Right. You need to develop a business plan that works for you, that you are gonna to wanna to look at every day, that is going to be a gorgeous and creative reflection of mm -hmm. what you really want and right. why you really want it. So the Conquer Kit is a creative business planning workbook. It's colorful, it's fun, it still takes you through all the steps, all the strategies that you are going to need to take things to the next level, mm -hmm. but you get to you get to color, you get to draw, you get to play with your plan. Right. And I think it's really important that we stay tuned into that sense of play as we're building a business. It has to be fun. Right. Yeah. If it's not fun, I don't think you're doing it right. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> My first three marriages were based on uh <laughs> No, we're kidding. And we'll of course cut that out. <laughs> Won't we guys? Yeah, we'll cut that out. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. <laughs> So um, the business planning process, and I know you're very big on mindfulness. Mm -hmm. You're a very mindful person. Yes. So what are you bringing from that philosophy of life and business into the Conquer Kit? That's a great question. I strive to be present in everything that I do. I think we live in a society that is not very mindful not very present because mm -hmm. we're so busy and there's so many things going on and it's very easy to get distracted. And so even being here right now, I focus on being very present here with you, here with the crew that we have, with the audience, knowing that I have something to share and I'm here to share it. I, I could be sitting here distracted by my to-do list and my schedule and all this stuff that needs to get done today, but I'm not. And that is, that is part of my mindfulness practice mm -hmm. as well, just being present in everything that we do and just setting those intentions at the beginning of the day. I also have a very deep meditation practice. Mm -hmm. There are some meditations for entrepreneurs so. in this book. So I have the Conquer Meditations album as well for entrepreneurs. And I just believe that you need to figure out who you really are, why you're really doing what you're mm -hmm. doing. And I think if you can carry those intentions into everything that you do, 
you can create a really beautiful business and life for yourself. Yeah, and combine them because they're not yes. really different. No, it's it's all it's all one. It all comes together. I think when we when we are building a business, you know, our personal lives, our business lives, lives they're all intertwined mm -hmm. yeah. and interconnected and we need to just stay in our truth. Right. And in the the present moment always and so that's that's sort of woven into the whole book as well right. with a lot of elements of play sure very good now you're also you're also a yoga practitioner yes yoga so, mudras meditation mm -hmm. all of it <laughs> and so how much of that has played into the current natalie mcneil i think it's everything i think you are someone who's known me for a really long time that practice has really deepened over the last mm -hmm. few years as things have got more hectic, as things have start to grow to a point where I'm serving so many more people. We have an enormous community now that spans the globe and that is what keeps me rooted. And I always carry this visual of being the mighty oak tree. So. If you can wake up every morning and you can visualize yourself being fully rooted, I like to visualize it as being mm -hmm. fully rooted into the, the soul of the earth and letting that really feed me and fuel me. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what comes my way. It doesn't matter what rustles my leaves and tears off some of my branches sometimes. Yeah. I know that it's not gonna take me down when I can stay rooted in the reason why I'm doing everything that I'm doing and doing it really for the audience that I want to be serving mm -hmm. and for the women that I want to be working with. So that is a, a practice that just continues to deepen. And mm -hmm. I would say that it is a, a huge part of my success and woven into everything that I do now, including mm -hmm. into this book. It's a business <laughs> planning book, but also packed with mindfulness and meditations. And I think you know, that's that's a direction that I want to see leadership mm -hmm. go in. I want to see more mindful leaders mm -hmm. in the world and I want to see more women leaders in the world. Absolutely. It, it's so good because I, I know that you um, you practice and you practice and you practice. It's not just about you found something to preach about. This is something <laughs> that you've practiced and then you're sharing that that knowledge and that experience with your um, with your Conquer Club folks right. and, and with others. Well, isn't that what life is about, right? We Probably. find things, we practice things, we share them. Yeah. That's yeah. what it should be. Yeah, it should be. So how many people are involved now in the Conquer Club? How many members do you have? We have a few hundred of our core members, right. and then we serve tens of thousands more through our larger right. uh, community, the free events that we put on. Right. and. We do a lot of video content, a lot of free trainings that we offer. So the She Takes on the World community is right. quite large now. Yes. And then we have this smaller core group, which is the, the virtual incubator. Group. There you go. Okay, great. And, and that makes sense because you've you got to spend some time with those people. And even though it's virtual, there's a commitment and a correspondence and a communication that's necessary. And then outside of that, you've got the She Takes on the World audience. Yeah, and we have to nurture that community as mm -hmm. well, right? These entrepreneurs may not be 
at a stage where their business is fully formed yet. So maybe they're not ready for the virtual incubator, mm-hmm. but we really believe in helping them to to really ignite that spark within them that drives them to actually create the business, to make things. Right. And that's just as important to us to nurture that that larger community because right. we've seen the power of that in the past. We've mm-hmm. seen people in our community do really amazing things in the world and a lot of them do have very socially driven missions in their businesses as well which mm-hmm. is something that i love to see because that is baked into everything that we do at she takes on the world there always has to be uh, a cause or a bigger part of that that why that's really what drives what drives me right. more than more than any other metric of of success more than the money it's the it's the impact right that's what I'm chasing right now. Yes. And return on impact is something I know that's important to you and is going to continue to fuel your success forward. So you're inspiring others. Who's inspiring you? I find inspiration everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think my biggest inspirations actually come from my travels, mm-hmm. not from the people who you see on TV, right. who you see in the media not the big, famous, successful entrepreneurs. I helped to build the Conquer Academy in Tanzania Ah. using profits from the Conquer Club. Mm -hmm. And I had a chance to visit in May. And the inspiration that I drew from those students, Mm -hmm. chasing their dreams, so eager to be there getting an education, Mm -hmm. moments like that inspire me being in remote places in the world where they are not very connected through all the technology that we have, Mm -hmm. but the way they are fully present in their lives, the happiness that I see among people who don't have as much as we have from a material and economic point of view, Mm -hmm. I draw a lot of inspiration from from my travels from everyday people who are not the ones we are not the ones we see in the media. Right, not the icons, but yeah. the actual people you're working with or that are helping you build the concept of Conquer Club and you're helping them mm-hmm. better their Yeah, our yeah. members, people in our community, women that I've met all over the world, those those are people who I, I really look up to and admire. People who chase their their passions and their dreams, no matter where they are, and just sort of mm-hmm. stay present in in all of it. Stay present in a in a personal power that mm. you you just don't always see among some of the people who we look at as being the most successful, wealthiest people in the world. It's I define success a little differently than some other people. And how would that be? What is your definition <laughs> of success, Natalie? Well, there are a lot of different there are a lot of different metrics. <laughs> For me, how much of the world I get to see through my own eyes, yeah. the places I get to visit, that's a huge success metric to me. I've been to over eighty countries around the world and those experiences have taught me more than a lot of other things. <laughs> I define success based on how much of an impact you make, how much you you are giving back, Mm -hmm. how your success 
contributes positively to other people's lives and to the world at large. If you are using your success to, you know, just fuel a very egocentric lifestyle, um, I don't think that's a very successful life right. at all. You may look like you're a big success from the outside. You may make those billionaire lists and I couldn't care less. Right. Yeah, you wonder about what's the happiness quotient. Yes, it's, yeah. it's happiness. It's, it's what are you doing to, to leave a legacy, to impact mm -hmm. lives beyond your own? Okay. And if that isn't factored into what you are building and creating in the world, then you're not someone I'm inspired by and you're not someone I consider a big success. There and that's just my own personal, yeah. it's my own personal opinion. Well, Lots of people would like to argue with me on that one. Well, thank you, for, <laughs> thank you for sharing that. And I am not one of those people who is going to argue with you. So let's, let's talk about you moving to the United States of America. <laughs> but, but why do you think it's necessary for Natalie to be in the United States from a business point of view? Well, the majority of my audience is there. Mm -hmm. And if I want to be able to continue to serve my audience in the ways that I want to serve them, I need to be able to be where they are. That was one of the main, the main reasons. There are also a lot of opportunities there mm -hmm. that I will have access to because I am in the US right. and it's something I, I've known for a very long time would happen. Mm -hmm. It was a matter of figuring out when the right time was for me right. to make that decision and to make that move. It's, it's a lot of work moving yeah. to another country, even sure. if that country is a neighbor that you know I already visit quite often. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I think, Natalie, this is a North American economy. It's not just about, okay, the U.S. gets to here and then it stops and then you go into Canada and it's a totally different country and ec economic situation. No, it is North American. And yeah. I think you're making a very wise move because it's Thank about you. the customers. Thank you. And isn't this about a customer-centric that's that's universe. what it's all about. Yeah. And I would say too that the global economy is so connected. We are all mm -hmm. so connected now. and. Right we need to always be looking at the bigger picture of our businesses. And you and I have talked about dreaming really big. Mm -hmm. I remember having these conversations with you at the very, very beginning stages of my business when most of what I'm doing now was just a big dream. Right. <laughs> Not yeah. a lot of it had happened yet. And you always have to be looking at what is the bigger picture? What is, what is your next best step? And I just got to that point where I knew my next best step was going to be making that move to the US. Right, yeah. What kind of, what kind of coaching would you give a, a North American young woman, 19, thinking about college, thinking about university, thinking about their lives? Um, what, what would you share with them in terms of moving forward. I have a Steve Jobs quote on the front of my journal that says, never let the noise of other people's opinions drown out your own inner voice. Never let the noise of other people's opinions drown out your own inner voice. I've had that on the cover of my journal for years. Mm -hmm. And for me, that has made the biggest difference because when I wanted to start my own business, when I was that 19 year old saying, 
I think I want to do things this way. I want to do things my way. There were so many naysayers. There were so many people telling me, why would you do that? Why don't you go and get a real job out of university instead of starting your own business? Mm -hmm. People would tell me you should go and work for two years or three years or five years. And I'm like, where are you pulling that number from? Right. Why do I have to go work for two or three or five? Like, what difference is that going to make? And it wasn't until I took a, a trip by myself, I did a little solo trip through Europe, mm -hmm. that I really gave myself the time and mm -hmm. space to hear my own inner voice right. away from all the noise, away from the opinions of my teachers and guidance counselors and even family and friends. Mm -hmm. It's a path that I felt I had to walk and it wasn't until I gave myself the space to hear my own inner voice mm -hmm. that I decided I was definitely going to be an entrepreneur. And if you can find the space for yourself to be able to, to feel, not just like up in your head, we spend a lot of time in our heads, but feel in your body, feel mm -hmm. in, into your heart space, what you really truly want to do, that is what I wish every 19-year-old would do, is to just find, find that space so that you can hear your inner voice. And it will not steer you wrong, there ever, you ever, ever. It's there always right. It, it, one of the more moving parts that I've, I've read on your blog is just that trip and, and that self-discovery and the aha moment yeah. when you decided, I'm going to be Natalie and I'm going to play this my way. I just thought, yes. So many people, myself included, didn't do that early enough. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can still, you can do it at any stage. You can do it life. at any time. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, so can I tell this story quickly? Yeah. So on your, on the trip in Europe, what ended up happening was I'm driving through the Czech Republic yes. and I'm listening to David Guetta's song, The World Is Mine. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like a dance anthem and I'm driving and I see this giant globe that's like two stories high that says the world is yours. Yes. That was the only sign that I needed yeah. because in that moment I felt so strongly what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. I just trusted that feeling, I listened and then I created from that space. And I think what often happens is one, you don't get a big sign like that. So I got this big sign and as crazy as it sounds, that's the only sign I needed. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm, I've got I it. Get it. I've got yeah. it, I get it. I'm, I know what I'm gonna do, I know what I have to do. Your, your life is always whispering to you. Mm -hmm. I believe in trusting those whispers. And I think so many people are so busy in their day-to-day -day lives that they don't give themselves space to hear the whispers. And this mm -hmm. goes back to you know, being able to hear your own inner voice. You need to create that space. Right. My meditation practice allows me to do that. Stopping in the middle of the day. One of the things I love to do in the morning is set an alarm for 1 or 2 p.m. in the afternoon. That's usually when things get really, really hectic because right. I've had meetings or calls and now it's time to spend you know, four solid hours doing the work I need to be doing. And I'll set an alarm because I know I'm going to be a little stressed out around that time. And it just says like, stop, take a moment, tune out, Put the phone on, put the phone on airplane mode mm -hmm. for a minute, right. take a few minutes to meditate. Yeah. And I just send myself these little reminders and these little notes throughout the day to just stop and take it all in and to to remain present in all of it. That's always that's always the main intention for me. Isn't that something? And you're making it work. And I make it work. Yes. And I realize that we're busy and it's hard to find time to meditate, but I see meditation as solving my problems. Mm -hmm. I can sit in meditation for 20 minutes and solve a problem that it may have taken me 
two hours to solve right. when I'm not in meditation. So I actually believe meditation can save you time. There's no excuses for, <laughs> for why you can't fit it into your day. You're investing in yourself. Yes. In that 20 minutes. That's, and you have to. I think every amazing leader in the world invests in themselves and in some way you need to. You need to invest in having the energy to be able to go out and be of service and do the things in the world that you want to do. If you, if you have no way of harnessing that energy and recharging and then protecting it, there's, you're going to get drained. Yes. You're going to get drained. You're going to get burnt out. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. To people who would be quite amazing leaders if they had just stopped and were a little a little more mindful. There you go. Wow. <laughs> Natalie, thank you. Thanks for having me, Alan. Always a pleasure. Right back at you. <laughs> and thanks for joining us on AQ's Blog and Grill. We certainly enjoyed our visit with Natalie today. And um, subscribe to AQ's Blog and Grill. You push a button that's right around here and uh, you'll get all this great information and more from AQ's Blog and Grill. Thank you. Hughes Blog and Grill.